All right, there we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of How to Do Drugs. I'm trying to steal people's phones now. That's fine. Um, today, I have Jim Norton here. We're in a secret location in a penthouse in the city. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm good. Actually, I'm on kind of shitty. I don't feel good, as you know. And uh, I, as long as I know I don't have COVID, I'm okay. But I feel like a little like just run down and beaten yeah. up. Yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling that way because a lot of like everything's like kind of open now so we're just trying to get in everything that we can um i've noticed lately because like i don't unless i have spots and stuff like that i'll go out but i've been drinking more because i'm not out as often right. as i was before so every time i go out i'm like why am i hammered um so yeah so i've been slowing down on that yesterday i went out and i just um for every glass of wine i had i also had a glass of water i'm a responsible drinker Kind of, not really. It doesn't take much for me right. anymore, though. Now that I'm getting older, like it's probably about three glasses of wine and I'm hammered. Is that like the ratio water, wine, wine, water supposed to Yeah, help? yeah. Well, I mean, with just with alcohol in general, um, normally it takes an hour for one drink to like kind of go through your system. So water kind of helps. So I'm constantly in the bathroom. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me but too. if it's a long night or whatever. But yeah, last night was an interesting night. I was telling him before this girl <laughs> like passed out and I helped her out and no one was helping her. It was really strange to just. See, that was only a matter of seconds, but, like, if your friend falls yeah. face first, like, normally at least help them up, but they were just like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be, I, there's a lot of my friends I would love to see fall. <laughs> like, I, I would, for me, I would probably react slow just enjoying it for a moment. Yeah. See Bob Kelly on his fucking dumb face. <laughs> you know how happy that would make me? Damn! Just to see him on his, on his stomach with his hands flailing. Yeah, I don't think his head would even hit because he's got that <laughs> belly, you know what I mean? Or, like, he'd bobble a little bit. <laughs> Back and forth. Any any of my friends that fell face first, I would take a moment to enjoy the sight. Yeah, so, yeah, and th yeah. And then be like, okay, are you okay yeah. now? Are you breathing at least? Yeah, her yeah. lips were turning blue and shit. So that uh -huh. was, um, it was a fun day yesterday. Canceled the date, got attacked. It was it was a good day. Where did you get, how did you get well, attacked? Well, no, not attacked. That dude just grabbed my arm. Oh, yeah, oh, by right. the way, this is the second time I had to come here because I forgot the recorder thingy it's fine yeah yesterday we were scheduled and you show up with a bag with the wrong stuff in it yeah which is i mean i'm a lady with a lot of baggage so yeah. <laughs> i understand how it happens yeah. every once in a while um so as i told you this show is about drugs which is uh, super fun you don't do drugs no anymore. i stopped when i was very young yeah so you've been sober for how long february of 87 oh my goodness that is a very my long whole time. adult life yeah so um, when you were younger, you used to party a lot. Yeah, I did when I was a teenager. And, you know, it got very bad very fast. Yeah. yeah. What made you become sober? Uh, it was just, that was a mess. Like, you know, yeah. my father was sober, so I kind of was aware of it. I had been to rehab after a, a suicide attempt. But it was kind of a quote-unquote suicide attempt. Okay. It was like a fucking notice me. Yeah, like an emo girl. I was like an emo teenager before yeah. that was popular. Just be like, give me, yeah, where you just kind of take a couple extra pills. How did you try to do it? Razor. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that is very girlish. That was a good one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gave a good slice, wound up in the hospital, and uh, I went to rehab after that. But I was always kind of aware of it. Yeah. And I just, I would always get sick, too. Always get sick. And mm -hmm. I just hated the sickness more than anything. Yeah, like the next day, because I was out. I want to say it was like Friday, this past Friday, and I got hammered. And that Saturday was a beautiful day. I was supposed to go to the park with my friends. I'm like, I think I'm just going to sit on my couch. And I only had three glasses yeah. of wine. So, yeah, it really is um, starting to take a toll where I'm like, I don't need to drink. And then, like, I'm not an alcoholic. 
I don't think, you know, but when I do drink, like I'll binge drink. It's that thing where I'm yeah. like, oh, I have to have another one or whatever. What was um, that's almost a classic definition of an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not an alcoholic. Just when I drink, I can't stop. And yeah, I, black I just out. I can't stop. But I'm not like drinking mouthwash and I don't drink every day. Like I sure. have like my yes. maybe one day a week. I give myself be like, OK, I'm going to go out and drink on this, especially like working in bars and stuff like that. Right. You can't constantly be drinking even though it seems like it um what were your favorite what did you used to do i like drinking more than anything yeah i liked i liked obviously getting high i liked coke but i mean i preferred drinking i liked that feeling of just being Mm -hmm. even though it always made me sick yeah almost every time i drank i vomited like it was (laughs) terrible i would make myself puke i hated that feeling that lightheaded feeling i hate i think today there's nothing i hate more than being nauseous like i I mean Mm -hmm. Uh, being in pain sucks, but being nauseous is far and away the thing I hate. Yeah. The most, the queasy, I'm going to puke feeling. Um, but yeah, it was mostly alcohol is what I preferred. Huh. Although pot, like I, I think of pot today, I see all these guys doing like edibles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that would be fun. But then I'll always talk to someone. I talked to a friend of mine recently. He's like, yeah, I did it. And I got really sick and I was really paranoid. And I'm like, see, that's good because that's, yeah. what, that's how I would be. <laughs> It would, it would, I wouldn't be Joe Rogan do jujitsu. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'd be curled up in a ball crying with a little fruit. <laughs> my tummy hurts. Yeah. Vomit. You know, just, yeah, I would suck. I suck. They do have, have you, um, have you tried like CBD or anything like that? No. None of that? Not even the fake weed? No, none of it. I, I, although I heard CBD oil has a lot of good healing qualities mm-hmm. and it's not, there's no drug in it. Yeah. 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 No, it's just like they, they took out the THC and they just have the medical, the other stuff. They took out the fun part. Is that a Milwaukee Brewers tattoo? It is. Yeah. I've never seen one of those. Yeah. I have this one and then the LA Dodgers ah. and then I have the New York Mets on top. Why? You love baseball or those teams ever take? No, these are just cities that I've lived in. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I do get asked a lot of questions about yeah, interesting. About the Brewers. I, most people always ask, why didn't I get the Yankees? And I'm like, well, I always just tell people, I'm like, they don't have really good colors for tattooing. And they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense, because I'm not going to get in an argument with someone who actually watches baseball. Yeah. Like, I like sports. I watch them every once in a while, especially if my teams, my home teams are doing yeah. well. Like, the Bucks, when I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? But that's it. I only watch if they're doing well. And people <laughs> are like, you're bandwagon. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm not an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> if you sit there when a team is three and thirteen, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're not loyal. You're stupid. Yeah. Fuck you. You guys are gonna put a shit team on, not spend money on your team, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to sit there in the cold. Yeah. Oh, it's like an abusive relationship. <laughs> I won't tolerate it. They, if they're doing well, I'll tune in, and yeah. if not, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I was there when they were down. I wasn't. Yeah. Nope. Good for you. <laughs> I'm buying a hat now that they're in the playoffs. I'm a complete bandwagon shithead. <laughs> what are your teams? I mean, again, it was the Yankees when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, basketball it was the Lakers. Okay. I was a uh, I was walking in a Cal. I never watched basketball. Yeah. I was walking by a in a Caldor, which was a department store in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the screen, and I liked him because he was in Airplane. Yeah. And he was in uh, Game of Death, so I just started watching it because I knew who Kareem was from movies. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, I kind of like this team. But I was it was Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> that got me into it. Um, but I just I only watch UFC now. I don't, I can't watch anything other than MMA. Really? It's the only thing I like. Yeah, I just I, I don't you like, like the brutality of it. Or I mean, I I do. Yeah, I also love how impossibly hard it is to do. Yeah, uh, I trained a, a little bit last year, kickboxing, very minimal, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, it's just hard. Yeah, I mean, I, it's fucking hard. 
So I, I love that. And I also, I've interviewed so many of those guys that uh, they're the nicest guys in sports. Mm-hmm. They're like the, the the nicest guys in sports are MMA guys. Really? I've heard other things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, sure, you might find a dickhead once in a while. Or you might find one guy who's cocky, but I've had really good success interviewing those yeah. guys. Yeah. I, I, at least compared to other athletes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I heard football players are, I mean, the ones that I know, yeah, are always kind of pretentious and tend to be a little bit more violent. I know a couple of MMA fighters that um, that were very violent, like, domestically. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's always, like, one in few, but they automatically assume that everyone in the sport right. is like that, and that's not necessarily um, that's not necessarily true. Yeah, I, I, like I told you, I've been taking kickboxing and I want to do Krav Maga too. And that's just, that's really brutal. That's not, that's just self-defense yeah. stuff where you're just kind of fucking people up, which is what I like. I was watching wrestling, Olympic wrestling, and that's like some of it is an MMA, you know, you yeah. have to wrestle and stuff like that. And it was, I don't know. <laughs> to me, I'm like, you have to, do you have to be a little gay to be able to wrestle around with a guy like that? Either that or you're, or you're so hetero, it's disgusting. Like, <laughs> you're either a little gay or you're so hetero, yeah. it doesn't affect it you. It doesn't affect you at all, like yeah. The dick on you just is the, is the same as a shoulder. That was the thing, is that that dude's dick was just all over this guy's face. Yeah, it's called like north-south usually, <laughs> when they're almost a 69. Yeah. I guess it takes away any of the thoughts, though, when you when a guy is hurting you or trying to kick yeah, the shit out of like you. Yeah, like that sexual, yeah, but when I'm watching it, because I'm a fucking whore, so I'm like, oh, they're going to do it. You know, that's the way that I look at it i never um i never did that the the wrestling thing i know a little bit of jiu-jitsu or whatever and b- being tall my dad was always like the harder you are or the bigger you are the harder you fall kind yeah. of thing so he's like you got to know ground stuff and i'm yeah. like why are you teaching me this and then i realized because he was a piece of shit and he was always afraid i was going to get kidnapped or something oh. i would have to defend myself <laughs> i was like oh okay it wasn't because he cared about me well i mean yeah to a certain extent sure which is hilarious um so in 87 you quit doing that now working in bars and stuff like that have you ever been like tempted over the years no i I, the guys i learned from are the guys who are like they're getting fucked up and there's so many good comics over the years i've I've, I've seen in 30 years who are Mm -hmm. really they start drinking i just watch what it does to them like you watch even whether it's in the night over the course of a couple of years Mm -hmm. you're like it can help you like be looser but yeah, I've seen it fuck up a lot of really funny guys yeah. and stunt their growth. Mm-hmm. So that kind of takes any temptation away. Yeah, where it's just like, oh, you want to be on your game. Because when I perform, like, I don't need a drink. Like, I'll have a glass of wine sometimes. But I've gotten to the point where, like, I don't have to have one, <laughs> which is nice. Because at first, yeah, like, you get stage fright. Sure. A little nervous or whatever. I have beta blockers now if it's, like, a really big show or something like that. And I try not to get hammered before. Because, like, it's your job. Like, you need yeah. to be professional. But sure. sometimes... Um, with like this podcast and even being out fans and stuff are always trying to buy drinks yeah. or give you drugs and stuff like that. I mean, I'll totally take the drugs. Um, <laughs> but the drinking, you have to say no. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, that's something that, um, it's a little bit easier for me to say no yeah. to for some reason. Well, yeah. Cause I'm also always afraid someone's going to drug the drink. Yeah. At least when I get the drugs, I could give them to my friends and be like, is this okay <laughs> for me to take? They're like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, you can't really fake shrooms. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, so you've had a lot of friends. Um, my ex-boyfriend, you work with him a lot at the cellar. Yeah, he's one of those people that is so brilliant, but the alcohol just really does. That actually kind of slowed me down on drinking, too, was dating him. I was like, oh, I can't. 
I don't want to be like that. It's just sloppy. It, it's the alcohol. Like it just makes people different. Like in a way, like it 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 does weird shit. Pot does it too. It takes away. Mm-hmm. You see people who are less motivated, mm-hmm. and I've seen it my whole career. Just guys who are like like they their their head is ready to poke through the water, but then they just kind of hang out below the wa- surface. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that they're kind of content. Um, and then they want to, a lot of guys regret that years later. Like, fuck, yeah. I had chances and I blew them. Uh, not through crazy shit, you know, throwing patio furniture through the window. But just, yeah. I ah, overslept or I was too tired or I yeah. didn't do it, you know. Like I was hungover and didn't yeah. want to do that. It then again, everything I, sorry, everything I auditioned for, I don't get. So, like, maybe <laughs> I should, I, I did another VO yesterday, a voice yeah. I suck. I was so bad. And I sent it to my manager, nothing, nothing. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I should get high. Fucking uh, my, my being sober has certainly not helped me get get uh, parts or anything like that. It gets, well, yeah, that's the thing, too, is that sometimes when um, when you think sobriety, when certain people are like, oh, if I'm sober, I get all this stuff. And then they're sober. and They're like, I'm not getting anything. Yeah. So maybe I need to get fucked up again. Some people have like a system with certain things like I prefer um, smoking pot over drinking because yeah. I don't get nauseous. Um I don't feel like crap the next day. Right. Like even like having the couple of drinks I had last night. Like I w- still woke up at 10 a.m. But I was just like, I was just futzing around the house. Like I took a shower freaking right before I got here, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, so yeah. So I've actually been thinking about. I'm like, I wonder if I cannot not drink. Like, I think maybe going out more regularly too. Like if I just force right. myself to like do a mic every night, and then that well, I'll get back into my habit of not needing to drink sure. when I go. Yeah, just do it. Just go out and the more you're doing it. I mean, getting back on stage like for this last month yeah. has been weird. Like the first few times was scary. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do this again. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, that's right. Now I'm just working on material again. Yeah. Yeah, it has <laughs> been. I did, um, like I was doing like outdoor shows and stuff like that. But yeah, it is. Um, it is kind of weird. It's weird doing them inside again, and now they're like yeah. want to have proof of vaccination. So yeah. I'm like, are we gonna have another shutdown? What is gonna happen? No, it'll be it, not that there's a vaccine. There'll be proof, and, and you know, in typical shit government fashion. Yeah. Before you came here, I, w- I was got that Excelsior app because I'm vaccinated. So I'm like, let me try. Mm-hmm. And of course, they can't give me my pass. Like you know, there's always a fucking problem. Always yeah. a problem. It's <laughs> never easy. So frustrating. And they give you these big ass cards that don't even fit in your wallet. And yeah. like, okay, so I'm supposed to carry around this piece of paper that could easily be forged. Someone sure. who used to forge freaking notes in high school constantly. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very easy to just make one of those up. I guess so. Yeah. Does not look official at all. No, it's like yeah, it looks like something that you would get in like, like high school or even like middle school. Because we used to get vaccinated constantly in school. You know, when I was younger, at least, I remember we would get. Um, I can't remember which one we got in school, but it was, was it wasn't chickenpox. It was one, but we we're like, oh, we all had to like get permission slips or whatever, yeah. and then they vaccinated us. My cousin. Um, she lives in the backwoods of Wisconsin. She has five kids, and she's, like, full anti-vax, like, no vaccinations. And her husband was just bitten by a brown recluse a couple weeks ago, like, two weeks ago. And he's missed, like, two weeks of work because of this bite. And they're just doing, like, homeopathic type shit instead of going to the doctor. I'm like, he's not, like, it's very rare that people die from these. But it can, like, destroy skin and, like tissue and stuff like that i'm like these herbs and stuff aren't really gonna homeopathic stuff eats shit (laughs) fucking it's terrible yeah it's a nice little thing as an add-on go to the fucking doctor it's so crazy to me 
Steve Jobs would be alive today if he didn't listen to some fucking asshole that told him to eat kale and tomatoes. Yeah. Go to the doctor. It's crazy to me that people, homeopathic stuff makes me so angry. Yeah. Not because the people use it, because it can be really great. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But in, in, in placement of cancer treatments or like legit medical issues, mm-hmm. what, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah. It just it drives me crazy. People think they're being so pure and clean and yeah, it'd be like this is the way God intended or or <laughs> whatever. It's like, well, if you believe in God, then He also created doctors sure. to fix your dumb yeah, ass. Yeah, like, I give you insurance, asshole. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a little different. <laughs> the insurance thing. Um, when I got when I was diagnosed with cancer, like I because I believe in like the natural selection thing. Like I wouldn't go and do a bunch of chemo and stuff like that, especially depending on what kind it was, because sometimes that just, like, makes it worse. Right. Uh, like, you end up getting worse. So I was very fortunate enough. We were just like, oh, we just removed When did you stuff. have it? Um, it will be one year, October 16th. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I'm glad yeah, you Yeah, you know, I found it. I found out over um, over quarantine. How did you find out? Like, you just weren't feeling right, or was it a random routine testing? No, well, it was funny because I, um, I had felt a lump in my left breast, and I was like, oh, because I have lumpy titties. I'm like, oh, this one's bigger than... Right. normal so I'm like oh I better and my friends were like you need to go get that checked out so I just went and got insurance for some reason because I haven't had insurance in years I'm like all right let me and I'm you know in my 40s I haven't had a mammogram yet I'm like let me go be a responsible sure. grown up and then yeah and so in order to get um to get a mammogram I have to have a doctor tell me to get a mammogram and then go see another doctor so I just went and got like a pap smear and stuff and then that <laughs> came back and they're like it was so funny because I I never got a call back from a doctor, like, unless I was in porn or something. Um, but they were calling me for, like, two weeks. Because normally when a doctor calls you, something's wrong. And I was like, why do they? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, let me call them back. And they're like, yeah, you need to come in right away, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so they found out September 24th that it was um, uterine cancer. And then on the 16th, they just removed it, and I've been fine. Oh, good, good. Wow. Yeah, no, it was all very fast. So it wasn't even the the, the thing that you thought it was? Yeah. Oh, no, my titties were fine. Oh, wow. It was so fine. Because with breast cancer, I'm like, oh, we could just gut them and then stuff them. And right. that would be fine. I was like, that's fine. But yeah, I never wanted kids, so um, that really worked out for me. But the doctor at first, she's like, oh, you may need radiation and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I'm probably just going to move to Oregon <laughs> and be like, if it's really bad, I'm just going to die naturally yeah, for, for stuff like that. But yeah, like for a spider bite, I'm going to go to, the, you know, for certain things. But when it comes to like life or death, if it's like, oh, you have six months to live, I'm not going to take a bunch of those drugs that may keep me alive for like an extra day, even though right. I feel like shit. You know what I mean? Because I've seen my grandfather was like that. Like he died a very, very slow and painful death, and he had like stage four lung cancer. It was just like me and my mom made a deal. Be like, we're not going to let each other do that. <laughs> She's like, please kill me. I'm like, absolutely. I will totally yeah. like Doug Stanhope kind of thing. It's like, yeah, yeah they're suffering that much. Um, but yeah, some of the the homeopathic stuff, like it's it's great. Some of it's really great, but sure. yeah, you definitely need you need real drugs sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like you went into a real hospital and they fixed you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was very fast. It was easy. It was great. I have like three little scars. It's <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, I'm waiting to see if um if he loses an arm, my cousin's husband or something like that. I don't know where he got bit or lose a finger. That tissue stuff is um some drugs are okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should be in the doctor for it. I, I'm so paranoid about cancer and shit like that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I go fairly 
often. I get my tests early. Mm-hmm. I'm just paranoid. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. A little neurotic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, not crazy. Like, I'm not a fucking maniac about it, but mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I get checked. Like, I, I'm, you know, I got the finger in the asshole recently and, like, the ball. Like, you know, yeah. just that type of stuff. Have you ever had, like, the camera one? Don't they, like, knock you guys out? I might have been huh? once. The, uh, yeah, the, the scope. And I'm getting my heart looked at because my family has a little, little history of heart. Heart issues. Yeah, so they just sent me for a couple of x-rays. and. Yeah. Well, I mean, not using and stuff that obviously helps with your health. But sometimes, Kathy Griffin, she I know. Uh, cancer. But it's like her surgery sounds very similar to mine, where it's like, oh, they just take some stuff out, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, she has lung cancer, and she never smoked. Stage one, though. They got it really early. She's yeah. lucky. I wonder how they find it that early. The fuck are they, like, are you there? Something's wrong? Is it a routine chest scan that you get? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Um, they test blood and stuff like that for me. It was uh, it was a pap smear, and they're like, oh, you have HPV, and I'm like, shocking. Because yeah. <laughs> HPV is one of those things that, like, you can have it and then not know you have it for, like, 30 fucking years, yeah. and then all of a sudden it just pops up. And I was like, oh, because I told her, I'm like, well, I used to do porn, but I would get tested like three times a freaking month. I'm like, if I would have contracted it in porn, wouldn't it come up in one of those tests? She's like, yeah. So I'm like, I either got it before or after. Do they test for that, though, or just HIV? Oh, no, they do all of the other ones. Like you could get a like a full panel test where you get um, all of the HPVs. Um, They do like certain ones, like certain HPVs. Okay. testing but yeah like the the general awards and like uh oh, herpes yeah. they yeah. just kind of assume everyone has herpes i guess so important yeah <laughs> which is one thing knock on wood, that i actually didn't get do they test for that or no no you can get tested for it but that one's kind of obvious to be like oh like if there was ever a breakout if someone ever had a breakout just take the couple weeks off or the month off yeah. <laughs> or whatever they have to stop shooting or find someone else um, to do it and now it's pretty much they just find another girl or another i'm sure girl. right because there's so many so many now, especially with OnlyFans and stuff like that. Like, oh everyone's God. a whore. I like it. <laughs> but the OnlyFans seems good because people can kind of control their own content. Like, you own it. Yeah. I mean, OnlyFans is taking a percentage, but they're providing the place, so. Yeah, I did. I loved the concept of it, and then now they're trying to go mainstream. I'm like, oh, another website that used adult entertainment yeah. to get huge. Like, that's why they're freaking in the billions. And then now they're like, oh, we want to go mainstream. It's like, mm, that's probably not going to. No. Yeah. I do like that. People can still steal that, though. People still steal and then post it elsewhere. That's why I stopped performing. I had an OnlyFans for a while because I could make decent money. I still have a lot of porn fans who are yeah. constantly asking me to go back. And I'm like, you guys don't fucking pay for it. And the ones that do pay for it will steal it and then give it away for free. I'm like, right. that's. And now I make people feel guilty. I'm like, now I have $30,000 in medical bills. Are you guys really going to? Of course they are, because men are trash. No yeah. offense. You're right. <laughs> um, have you lost anyone to, like, overdoses or anything like that? Um, yeah, let me think. Huh. I'm sure I have. A lot, a few to AIDS. I mean, six to suicides. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've lost a couple of people, but I'm trying to think. One guy I'm thinking of, Mike, might have been a heart attack. I don't know if it was an overdose many years ago. Yeah. He was just sober. Then he relapsed. But I don't know if the relapse killed him or if it was a uh, an overdose. An overdose. One of my buddies, sometimes when people relapse. Oh, Greg Giraldo. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when people relapse, they think. 
because their brains are like, oh, we could do the exact same amount that we used to do, but their body isn't yeah. used to it anymore because I lost one of my friends from a Xanax overdose um, a few years back. Yeah, and he was sober, and then he, he used again, and then he thought that he could do the same amount that he did and he uh, could not do that. It's the same with drinking. It's like you stop drinking for a while and you try to get back to it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm drunk off of three glasses of wine now when I used to be able to drink three bottles. And yeah. And be perfectly fine. Also, I think age has something to do. It does. Yeah. <laughs> start breaking down. It sucks. I got fat in the coronavirus. Unsh- I'm, I'm unshaving because I'm going to tape something. Yeah. A character thing I do where I want to look like a pile of shit. Mm-hmm. But the fat stomach has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I just ate too much. And it's hard to get back into good habits. Yeah. Over, um, so you've never had, like, any urges, especially over in quarantine, like, to, like, maybe just have a drink since you're just sitting here kind of thing? No, it's more like the urge would be to get high. Like, yeah. Because I had less bad things happen with that. Mm-hmm. I don't associate... Uh, as many terrible incidents with getting high, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it's always like I know that if I, that those CBD or those uh, not CBD the, the, those edible stories you hear mm-hmm. about people getting sick or being, I know it would fuck me up. Yeah, and it's just not worth it. It's just not worth losing everything for. Even yeah. if it didn't bother me that day, I know how I am. I'm a compulsive, yeah, fucking creep, and it, it would wreck <laughs> you everything. You feel very guilty, uh, especially with social media. Oh, I'd be on social media drunk. I'm making an asshole out of myself. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people who gets the the tweet and delete is what I call it. Like, I'll tweet some shit, too, because I I also don't have a filter. And someone's pissed me off or, like, done me wrong. Like, I'll name them. I'll, like, blah, 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 did this. And then the next morning, I'm like, I should delete that (laughs) kind of thing. So now I have a lock on my phone for when I'm drunk. Oh, you can do that? Yeah, yeah. They have an app. I mean, I know the freaking password, though. So like, But I really have to like work to be able to to post something. It'd be like, do I really want to post it? Sometimes I'll write it and then save it and then wait till the next day and be like, should I tweet this? Sometimes I do. Most Sometimes of the time I no. do not. Yeah, this should. I also wish there was a thing in the phone. Like when you're texting, when it goes and it jumps up. I wish there was like a one or two second grace button where you could stop it from leaving. Yeah. Like, especially if you send it to the wrong person. I've done that before. Yeah. You know, little little things like that which prevent humiliation. They can't put a fucking thing that you breathalyze into on the phone? Like the car? Oh, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. You'd probably get like a little app thing to put on there, a little apparatus to blow. Yeah, to put it in your phone. sober thing. I wonder if they do. I should get one of those. That would be, um, it would be very useful, but then it would also make me feel like a raging alcoholic. It only works for you. The only thing you can do with it is 911 mm-hmm. or home. There's a few yeah. numbers you can call regardless. Yeah, like certain people or whatever. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. If not, we should get on that. I agree. That can make um, that can make us a lot of money. I've been trying to. I've been watching a lot of shows involved with Louisiana and like New Orleans. And I'm like, I want to own a bar in the swamp now. That's I've always wanted to own a bar, but now I want to own a bar in the swamp. Why? For some reason, I don't know because I need to stop watching True Blood again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got up to season three with that, and I couldn't keep going. I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it's, it. Yeah, it's a weird show. I um I finished it a while ago, and then for some reason I'm like, oh, I have HBO Max. I was looking for um. The new Suicide Squad movie. I thought that was, I guess it's not out until the 5th or whatever, but that's going to be on there. But yeah, I was like, oh, I'll start watching True Blood again. And then now I want to fucking live in Louisiana. God, there's nothing less appealing to me (laughs) than New Orleans, uh, Nashville, Southern drinking loud music places. Yeah. 
Oh, I fucking think the food stinks. Crawfish or <laughs> shit. Well, I'm not inviting you. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I mean, I have a really, I've broadcast down there. I've performed down there. Yeah. It's just not my. Let's see. It just, yeah, I, it pushes. I, I'm repelled by it. Um, Are you originally from New York or? Jersey. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, you have that kind of city mentality. Yeah, I don't know why I don't like it. It just feels dirty in a way I don't like. Maybe if I drank, I would like it more, though. I'm sure if I drank, I would love a it. A little bit, yeah. That probably. <laughs> the tables always seem dirty. <laughs> well, yeah. Certain places, you can actually just throw, like, peanut shells on the... There's a steakhouse, isn't it? The Texas Steakhouse or some one of those chains where you could just throw peanut shells on the floor. Have you ever seen one of yes. those places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are disgusting. Yes, they are. But I like it. I don't know why I like that gritty kind of thing. I think I would do well in New York. You probably would if you liked that, yeah. I would. I would like it a lot. Um, what else did I want to ask you about this? Um, so performing and drinking. Do you, um, with younger comics, do you ever try to, like, if they're, like, your friend or something like that and you see them kind of having a problem, do you ever try to, like, coach them in any way? Never. Not unless they ask. Yeah. No, there's nothing worse than someone who quits something telling everybody else they shouldn't do it. <laughs> That's just irritating. <laughs> who the fuck wants to hear Jim Norton's sobriety? No one cares. <laughs> like, I, people know I am. I've talked to a lot of people mm -hmm. because they know I'm sober. And if they want to talk to me, I'm always, you know. Willing. Sure, yeah. sure. I'm always happy to do that. Yeah. But, again, it's got to be, you know. And I mean, I've made the offer to a few people. Hey, man, if you ever want to talk about it, you feel free. You know, it's private. It's all really private. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always absolutely. tell guys that. Like, these guys that are on radio or guys that are whatever, like, no, I'll never breathe a word of it on It's weird when you do radio and podcasts, you have to tell people that. Like, so I don't want you to think I'm going to use this for content. Like, yeah, no but with certain things, it is hard. Um, it is hard to do that. Or you tell a story, be like, I'm not going to mention your name or something like that. That's why the few comics that I've dated, they definitely can't say anything because I'm like, I'm the one who gets to tweet stuff. You can't yeah. <laughs> I get to be passive aggressive. You don't get to. Was it hard dating comedians? Um, well, I've dated comedians before, um, before I was a comic, you know, in porn and stuff because like they weren't judgmental about me right. doing porn. Right, right, and right. even before porn, I dated, um, a couple of comics now. No, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, zero stars would not recommend but it is yeah. um it is kind of difficult because these are the people that i see all of the time yeah. and it's just like oh yeah that's why um I told you i had to cancel a day because the dude asked for feet pics so yeah <laughs> i'm like was he a comic no oh, that's okay. why i'm like he was a normal guy he was a civilian and i'm like god damn it at least like the comics wait a while. Feet pics aren't, I guess, but you're right. That that's a big thing. If that's his. Fetish. Yeah, no, he's because he, he asked. Like he first like, he was funny. He's like, I kind of have a feet thing. Like, do you get your toes done? And I was like, Oh, you really have a feet thing. If you're yeah. asking if that's like one of the first things. Yeah, but asking for a picture of my feet is very similar to asking for pictures of my tits. Um, and we haven't even met yet. So right, he blew it. Yeah. He so some it. comics are. Um, they get it, and it's also like it's not like I dated kind of seriously or whatever. He was a disaster, though. Um, but I was too, so that's fine. Um, now it's more just like more casual, if anything, and that makes it um, way easier. Sure, sure. Way, way easier. But I do. Um, I want to find. Yeah, I need like I need a grown up. <laughs> you know, because like I'm loud and do comedy. I'm out all the time. Like I need like. 
someone that has a nine to five, like more level headed, like even keel, because you can't have two crazy people in a relationship. You know, at least it doesn't make yeah two crazy, two negatives don't make it positive. Yeah, two fucked up people. By the way, I hate being unshaven. I'd rather have a machete on my neck than this (laughs) hair. It sucks. Does it itch? Oh, I hate it. So much. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you um, fuzzy. I've done it again for this character, Doug Bell, and I'm just talking to you. It's mm-hmm. omnipresent. I can't avoid it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably uh, shave tonight and do like a, a podcast episode. Uh, you know, it's like literally a week's worth of discomfort for a, a 15 minute podcast that yeah. nobody cares about. Yeah, it looks like it takes a while for it, it to. It sucks. Do you shave every day? Even your hair. like <laughs> Every other day I shave. Yeah, it looks awful. But I'm going to dye it. I was dying it over the thing for Doug, for, for this character. Yeah. Because it's fun to do. But now that I'm doing spots, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to walk on stage yeah. with the fucking dyed shit blonde hair. I mean, you don't I'll wear do hats it. at all. No, uh, <laughs> I don't see you wearing hats. I would just tell the audience. I would just tell them I'm shooting something. So, you know. Yeah. But I, I would actually tell them it's for a shit podcast. I'm shooting something sounds too important. <laughs> uh, and it's it not kinda, important. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a movie or yeah, something. Yeah, it sounds like fucking uh, DiCaprio and I are <laughs> teams, uh, you know, fucking partners. We both have blonde hair. We don't. It's just me alone in my fucking office. Um, tell me a story about one of the craziest times that you ever got fucked up, like cocaine. You know, I mean, there were always a com- it was always a combination of things. It mm-hmm. was always, there was never just cocaine. It yeah. was always. Oh, yeah, no, it's always. I was actually too. boring when I did coke. I used to love to chew my mouth and play chess. When I did coke, I would play chess a lot mm-hmm. and just rip. I didn't realize the damage I was doing by chewing. Oh yeah, was, the grinding. Oh, and just the chewing the my lips <laughs> felt great. The next morning, it hurt fucking oh, horrible. Yeah. My first time drunk, I was you know a young teenager, mm-hmm. and I remember I went. I think I puked, and then I went to Shoprite, and uh, I didn't like the way my friend shook my hand, so I pulled a box cutter out. And I was threatening to cut him with a box cutter. Like, I was a real dick. <laughs> I was just a little suburban douchebag. <laughs> Somebody should have smacked me in the face. But it's also like when you're younger, too, and it's the first time you get drunk. Like, you are. Like, you think you're, like, being a grown-up. So you're like, oh, I'm going to get into a fight, maybe. Or, like, this yeah. is, like, I remember the first couple times I got drunk. It'd be like, oh, I'm going to act like my parents when they're drunk. It's like, no, those are literally the last people I want to act yeah. like when you're drunk. I held my one friend at knife point, too. I don't remember that a lot. It was a butcher knife. And I used to walk around with this butcher knife from the kitchen. I was hoping the police would shoot me. I was so nuts because I, did, I forgot that they had nightsticks and mace. So they wouldn't have shot me. They just would have hit me with a nightstick. Yeah. And, and fucking hurt my hand. But I, I, I pulled a knife on this buddy of mine in the woods. And uh, I think I was like holding it to his chest or throat. And I apologized to him and gave him the knife back. Yeah. I gave him the knife. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just fucked up. And then he's like, I trust you. And he gave me the knife and I pulled on him again. I was such a dick. I don't remember why, what happened. It's like a partial blackout. I just mm-hmm. remember holding the knife like under his neck while he was in the woods. So you were really violent when you drank. But no, I had. The, I, I liked the idea of violence. I don't think I was violent yeah. other than t- against myself. Uh, I would cut myself a lot. But I think I, don't, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. So mm-hmm. you could kind of act out in those moments. But I, I don't think I would have ever went through with it unless it was just accidental or I was yeah. so fucked Accidentally up. Accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bad one. I remember that to him kneeling in the woods and me holding a knife on him. And I don't remember how it happened or I just don't remember. Maybe just like teenage angst oh, a little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, total tool, yeah. When that, yeah. Zero dramatics. I was an asshole. 
<laughs> I was very dramatic when I was a teenager, but I'm a girl as well. Yeah, of course. Especially when, I, um, yeah, when you get drunk and like, I don't know if you had like problems with family, you know, if your family life, how that worked out. But a lot of times, especially when you're a kid and you get fucked up, um, you tend to m- mirror your parents and like yeah. my dad, you know, they used to fight a lot. So a couple of times, like I would always fight dudes <laughs> for yeah. some reason. I would always, even now I still, um, are always trying to not fight men in some way or some form sober or drunk. Yeah. To be honest, unfortunately, um, I, um, I still do cocaine every once in a while. It's definitely something that I have come down on because it's one of those things that I love immensely. Yeah, of course. But it's also like it's I fun. realized because I have ADHD and I found that out over quarantine as well. And so I'm like, because anytime I did coke or like even do it, like I'm actually really productive. <laughs> like I'm kind of like, you know, normal, like even keel a little bit. I was wondering like maybe... Because if you just sat there and played chess, maybe you had a little bit of ADHD as well. Because sometimes that does, like, mellow you out. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. I don't know. I do, but I think have the I, – I, I'm a very bad concentrator. Yeah. Like, even when I wrote my book, I, like, I, I was in the cellar editing, uh, not at the comedian's table, but away on my mm-hmm. laptop. I did that for months mm-hmm. uh, because I like the background noise. I yeah. can stop it, go talk to somebody, come back, have yeah. coffee, you know. Move around. Yeah, Yeah, I noticed that I, um, because I'm writing as well, and I'm up, and I can't smoke in my apartment because I still smoke cigarettes. Um, And so I'm, like, down, like, every 20 minutes. Because if I could just write and smoke, (laughs) I'd probably get so much done, so much more done than I'm doing now. Um, I do, like... um, I do like the Adderall because it does actually, I'm like, oh, this is actually really helpful. Like, it does. And I also, like, go to bed earlier and, like, sleep better. Um, with the days that I take, I try not to take it every day because mm. it is a narcotic. Like I yeah. do like to do drugs, but I'll do them very like, you know, responsibly. Sure. Well, except for alcohol. Um, that's the one thing I think maybe I should just try it. I think I've never tried to not drink. Yeah. Like to actually like when I go out, maybe like for a month, be like I could do this. Yeah, if you're thinking about it, I mean, if you're thinking about it, then 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 maybe try it. Yeah. Yeah, just to try it out. I feel like I'm putting down the entire state of Wisconsin, though, because we're so good at drinking. Well, you know, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, you, you've got um, Milwaukee. You've got the fucking tattoo. I mean, that's a pretty good show of loyalty. Is it? Yeah. Is it even though I have the Dodgers and the Mets? Is that? Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, I mean, a lot of people have Dodgers and Mets. You know, there's probably three people who have gotten the Brewers tattooed. Yeah, you, my best friend has the other You, your friend, and fucking Gorman Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> the only three. <laughs> it is such a stupid tattoo. No, I like it, actually. It's kind of cool looking. And you're right, the colors yeah. are nice. It's actually a pretty cool tattoo. I need to get some more yellow. A lot of people don't know that the Milwaukee, the old school logo is actually the baseball club. It has the M and the B for Milwaukee Brewers. Did you ever know that? No. There's the M and then the B. You know what? I literally, that's pretty cool, actually. I had no idea. Yeah, but you get a little baseball knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> the wow, only knowledge I know. I did not know that. <laughs> I've never caught that. Um, I know some, um, like a lot of baseball players and stuff like that are big into stro- steroids. Yeah. Even though they get tests for them. Have you ever thought about that? Like, because you like to work out. Have you ever thought about yeah, I hate to work out, but I do it. Because, you know, again, yeah. now I have thought of it recently, like testosterone mm-hmm. and shit. Um, I don't want to get road rage, you know, like yeah. I, I'm prone to that anyway. 
and guys get shot now doing that. Like it's scary. Yeah. Um, where you fuck with the wrong person. You t- like, is it worth? There's a funny line in the Blues Brothers, where they're arguing, and the guy goes, "It's gonna be hard eating corn on the cob with no fucking teeth." Mm-hmm. He's threatening another guy, and I think of that a lot. Like. The little things in your life you do, you'll be thinking about that fight. Oh, absolutely. You'll be, you'll be eating a piece of corn, or you'll be eating a piece of bread, and your fake teeth. Right. <laughs> Why did I fucking tell the guy his wife is a cunt? Yeah. Why did I do that? <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it's that constant reminder. I actually, I miss driving because uh, I used to like get out a lot of my anger and stuff before therapy and kickboxing. Yeah. I just scream. But yeah, that was definitely one of those people. I would never follow anyone. You know, like I've had people like try to follow me home because I'm fucking. I'm also a very skilled driver, so. I've definitely had people try to follow me home and shit like that. I've definitely pissed some people off where I'm like, you can't catch me. Um, well, it's probably a good thing you don't drink if you have that much rage. It's like internal. I noticed um, when people do drink and stuff like that, it's like it's a, it's like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of situation where it's like almost two completely different people. Like I tend to be more social, more like right. – happy and, and cheerful unless someone you know does something and then like i'll turn into a raging fucking maniac but even yesterday with that chick i had a couple of drinks and all of a sudden i was fucking first responder right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kicked into automatic response but it's like with road rage like uh that woman in california whose six-year-old son got shot in the car yeah. she gave that guy the finger like whatever he probably cut her off mm-hmm. but in a moment of anger she gave him the finger which is a normal response when driving, to be perfectly. <laughs> but that probably got him. Yeah. Again, you say that it's not her fault. I mean, it's not your fault a maniac is a maniac. Yeah. But she'll, for the rest of her life, though, if I didn't do that, my son would be alive. Be like, alive, yeah. Crazy how one moment can make mm-hmm. a fucking... I try to think of that a lot, like a one-moment decision that changes everything. Yeah. And you can't always avoid it. No. You, you don't always see it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes a lot of times down to saying, fuck you to somebody or whatever, like... This could be the my life could change directions in a bad way right here because of that. Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing with doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you take one extra pill and then sure. your brain dead or something like that. It's um, yeah. It does. It only takes one little thing, one little moment, and everything could fucking change. Yeah. That is crazy. They actually, I think there's a movie with uh, Russell Crowe about. I saw that was not a good film. Oh, okay, I didn't. No, it's called. <laughs> it was called, not Rage. I forget what it was called. Uh, should have been called Fat Russell Crowe Driving. <laughs> it was not a. It was not a good movie. I wonder if they shot that in the pandemic because there were so many scenes. There were very few scenes with a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a perfect pandemic shoot in the car, in the car, yeah. home alone. There was a lot of single person in the shots. Mm-hmm. So I wondered if that was uh, what was it called. It wasn't called Rage. Um, I just yeah I saw Fury a I forget what it was called. yeah it's I not just a saw a film. preview for it and I was like oh maybe I'll it's watch like, that and I was like no <laughs> I, I have to see hold on let me just see oh the name of it uh, Russell Crowe movie Driving that's hilarious yeah I um oh no I completely is it what Unhinged. oh Unhinged oh that's a good name for it yeah that's um. Yeah, and there's people now, because I, like, I learned how to drive drunk, like, in Wisconsin. Like, I would drive back and forth from Chicago um, to the fucking suburbs in Wisconsin, like, fucked up on acid, and be 
perfectly fine. It was when I was sober I would get pulled over all right. the time. You just kind of I just trained myself to be able to drive like that. Now there's no way in fucking hell. I sure. even after one drink I'm like I'm not getting behind. Thank God wheel. for Uber, right? Isn't it amazing? Oh, I'm a big fan. I really do like it. It took a while because I grew up driving. Like I've been driving since I was 10 years old. So this is the longest I've gone without a car in like my adult life. And then just taking the trains and stuff like that. It's been um, it's been great. But there's also like at least when you're in a car, like you're kind of protected when you're on the train. You don't <laughs> have any protection uh, from anybody really. Um, and that's scary because I've definitely like I've seen some fights on trains and stuff where I'm like, oh, this is dangerous. Like it can be. That's why I don't I don't ride the trains after midnight by myself. Yeah, I don't blame you. There's just too many, again, mentally unhinged people. You can be fucking, you know, just crazy people. Yeah. Violent people. Well, I'm not necessarily worried about the people. I'm like what they're going to do to me. I'm more worried about what I may do to <laughs> them <laughs> because of that. Yeah, because I've always been taught to like fight and to the death kind of thing. So my dad was a Marine, so that's just the way he always taught me. So I still have that, like, embedded in me. Although I would like to not be that violent. Yeah. Yeah, because here, the, well, the self-defense laws in New York fucking suck, too. Like, if someone tried to rob me and I broke his arm, he could sue me for breaking his arm. Not crazy. Which is fucking... He probably wouldn't win, but it's the idea that he could yeah, sue. Yeah, well, a couple of them do win, which is nuts. Yeah, because in Wisconsin, like, my dad was always like, let the person hit you three times. <laughs> and then after that, it's self-defense. Wow. And then, yeah, so I was... That's how I could take a hit as well. <laughs> someone tries to rob you, you should be able to shoot them. Yeah, the guy's trying to steal your shit. That she, he knows what the rules are. Mm-hmm. You like know you the rules. Think, yeah, or like fuck him up a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm not sure. Like if someone like invades your home, like if you're allowed to like shoot them if they're in your home here. I thought that was like a federal thing. I thought that was just all over every state. Yeah. I also lived in Texas too, where it's like you could shoot anybody. Yeah. Kind of thing. You have freaking shotguns in your truck. Which is always very funny yeah. in Texas. <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming on. Of course, it was fun. It was fun. Sorry, uh, it took a little out of schedule. Oh, no, that's totally fine. And then I come over and forget stuff. Um, that was okay. Yeah, I wasn't even stoned. I'm not stoned now, but I remembered everything. I was like, maybe I should have got high. I would have remembered everything. Yeah, no, I know. It is your team. <laughs> but again, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just sitting here at my fucking fat stomach and my unshaven <laughs> face <laughs> to nerve me to criticize Russell Crowe. Fucking fat pig I turned into. <laughs> you could be a stunt double. It really is humiliating. <laughs> um, well, you're going to shave in a little while and yes. feel better. And I'm back in the gym, which feels good. But Yeah, it ugh. does. It does. Uh, where can people find you? Just uh, I, I never tweet. Never. <laughs> so ignore my Twitter. I'm never on it. I would say Chip Chipperson podcast or, uh, you know, Jim and Sam, of course. And uh, or the Doug Bell cast on Chip's YouTube page. Yeah, that's, that's is that a new one? The Doug, Doug Bell. Bell yeah, yeah, yeah. People actually like it, or they hate it. Yeah, which is fine. It's well, it's normally one or the other when it comes with that kind of stuff. Either you like it and you're gonna watch it, or you don't like it and you're not gonna watch yeah. it, or you fucking hate watching and just talk shit about it, which. Should probably take some medication. Yeah, hate watching is fascinating. <laughs> fascinating. That people I do never. That. Th- every once in a while, I'll be like, "What is that?" You know, if I don't like something, if I don't like a person, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna, because then you're a fan. If I hate watch something, I'll talk about it on the air. It's my job. Yeah. But people who literally hate, like, I had a guy called in recently. He's just not a fan of mine, which I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I get that. 
But like, what are you doing listening? Like, I don't get. I, I, it's not even a judgment. Like, what are you listening for? Yeah. But it's like, I mean, really would love to ex- understand that. Like, what does it do for you? Yeah. To listen to something you don't like. Like, I'm not gonna change. Yeah. What, like, I watched Manifest. I thought it stunk. I thought it could have been great, but they rushed it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of flaws with the writing. And I try. I was watching it to make fun of it, and I'd make fun of it on the radio show. Yeah. Uh, even that, I bailed out of it. I couldn't do it. But if I wasn't gonna talk about that on the air, I never would have watched yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, Big Jay was actually talking about it. He's like, he likes it. <laughs> I would love to have a chat with Jay about that fucking shitty Manifest show. That's my job is to beat Jay out of liking Manifest. <laughs> Manifest. He's like, you should watch it. And now it I'm like, stinks. And now I'm like, fuck, now I may have to watch it just to see if it's good or bad. Um, you just remember that within eight minutes mm-hmm. of the first episode, they have rushed through the idea of a plane landing five years after it took off. Isn't that like... The show Lost. It's n- it it like I, I it actually got me to rewatch Lost. I'm rewatching Lost. Okay. Did you see Lost? No. Because Lost was. <laughs> I know I, they all die at the end, right? <laughs> or something. Not really. Oh. It's, it's hard to explain what happens. Okay. <laughs> they had a weird ending. Um, but I I started watching Lost again because I'm like manifest bugs me mm-hmm. because they're rushing. They're not earning moments. They're trying to have moments they haven't earned. Yeah. And I realized that Lost had 24 episodes and they only had 10. So they kind of had to cram it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like just for the writing, I was watching Lost and how good they were at structuring yeah. backstory and character. Like yeah. It's really it's a good it's a good s- lesson for anybody writing a show about how to make people care about characters. Yeah. And that is always um, I'm working on that right now. And the character is me, though. So I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I hear you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank Obviously, you. you guys could uh, find this podcast wherever podcasts are, where you're listening right now. And please uh, rate and subscribe, everybody. All right. Thanks. Bye.